Thanks for tuning in to the Empowerment Project Podcast, a safe space for women of all walks of life to gather together, get honest, and discover more about the God-given identity and power we can claim through Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Modlin, and this podcast is a place of quiet retreat, girl talks, and scripture-inspired truths that challenge women to live changed. So get comfy, because we're about to get real. Hey, you guys, what is up? You're listening to the Empowerment Project Podcast, episode 21. Today, we are talking all about how to stay motivated. I know there are so many of you guys that are just on the grind right now, and I feel like it's just that time of the year where everyone is either getting back into the swing of things or things are picking up and are just kind of crazy. I know I am finding myself in one of those seasons as well, and I'm not even in school. So I think whether you're in college or out of college, this is definitely something that you will be able to relate to, especially with the society that we live in today. Everything is just so fast-paced, and sometimes we just struggle with a lack of motivation. We struggle um, with so many things in attaining our goals or, uh, you know, not feeling inspired or whatever it is that you are facing. So, but as always, we are going to start out with valleys and peaks. So, valley, guys, I... I don't know why. I guess I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just blessed, I guess, or I have a really bad memory. I have such a hard time coming up with valleys. And I think what I'm going to do, because I tried really hard to think of a valley, and I think what I'm going to do, if I, if a valley doesn't stick out like right away, I'm not going to try to, I'm just not going to bring it up. Um, because I found myself in the car today, like I was like, okay, I know my peak, but my valley, like what was a bad part of this week? And so I can't, like I sat there for probably like seven minutes and tried to think of every single thing that went wrong the past week and like that's just not positive or helpful (laughs) and so I was like this just isn't a good idea to sit here and try to dwell and remember all the things that went bad just so I had something to tell you guys and so I'm like you know what if there is a valley and I am you know I remember it and it's something that I want to share with you guys and 100% I'm going to do that but if nothing sticks out to me then I'm going to skip right over it because you know I don't want (laughs) to make a bad situation out of something that was not that bad And, you know, sometimes there are going to be weeks where I'm going to struggle to find a peak. You know, there are going to be things like that. So it'll probably just be here and there, but I did just want to fill you guys in on that little thing. So we'll go ahead and get into my peak. So I got to visit my college roommates and you guys, ah, it was so good for my soul. I love them so much. They are seriously such a light in my life. And it's like, Whenever I'm with them, it's like everything is right in the world again. There's just something about living with people that really, I mean, obviously, but it like bonds you so much. And then it's even more impactful whenever they become your closest friends, like your best friends and like basically like your sisters or like your twins, like you're inseparable. You do everything together. Like you're with each other all of the time. And we were talking about it. Like we never got sick of each other. We still don't get sick of each other. So like this, just being able to go meet up with them was just so like refreshing and I talked about it a little bit on my vlog on um, YouTube last week but it was just like it feels so good to be around people that you feel known by and that you can let your guard down and that you can just be yourself and you can just make jokes you don't have to worry about them getting the jokes like you can just completely be yourself you can tell it how it is they tell you how it is you can just kind of like um you know just be vulnerable and not have to worry about like so much guarding yourself because you're around people that you trust and so that is what this week was not only that but it was full of so much freaking laughter and I think that is what 
um, why I love them so much is like we are never having a bad time. Like I've never been around them and they've made me had a bad time. Like of course we go through hard times together and not we're not always smiling. But I mean having them and just having them to sit with me and to love me and just be there and just just know my every thought and just you know what I mean? Because we live together. They know how I operate. I know how they operate and we just have such a tight bond. And so it was so good to just spend the weekend with them and just spend all weekend laughing and just going on and like remembering funny times and just enjoying each other and enjoying being around each other. So it was really, really good for my soul. Laughter is good for your soul. And I think that is why we have such a good bond is because we just never stop laughing. We have the exact same sense of humor and it was just such a blast. So that is 100% a peak to me. I love those girls with all of my heart and it was just exactly what I needed. And so I came back into this week and I am like, good to go. Super excited about this week. I'm tired from all the traveling, but like my heart and my soul, like I'm just, I feel good. I, you know, relationships are so important, especially godly relationships that, um, those girls are, um, extremely, um, well, uh, well versed in their faith. And so we can sit down and have a theological, like, you know, discussion and, you know, kind of explore these different topics together and do it in a way that respects everybody's opinion and that we're all just kind of, you know, we're all on the same team and it's not a debate. It's just a discussion and we can kind of feed our souls that way too. And so it was just, it was really, really good. And it was definitely, definitely a peak. So the next thing that we're going to get into is a quick ask Mick. And again, this question was just so good to me. I, I just love it. I love these questions. So this one, one says, when are you kicking off your ambassador program? So for those of you who don't know, we are doing an ambassador program. Um, we're kind of like a PR team for the Empowerment Project, and I'm so stoked about it, you guys. So whenever I posted on my Instagram story not long ago, you know, like um, the, you know, biggest TEP supporters like hit me up, like DM me back, like I want to collab with you on something, like I've got a really fun project. And so it is the ambassador program. And so these people people, um, these women are, uh, going to be representing the empowerment project. They are going to, um, help me or they're going to have a hand in making decisions and just giving me feedback on things or certain directions I want to go or pieces that I want to create. Um, and just all of this, all of, I feel like I have so much in me that I want to pour out, but, um, I, wonder, you know, I, I just want to know what the best way is to, is to execute it. So they're going to help me with that. They're also going to help me with merch and they're going to help me um, with uh, spreading the word and coming up with marketing ideas and things like that, that we can kind of collaborate on and just really the heart behind it is just telling more people about TEP. Like that is, that's literally, it is just spreading the word and getting more people to come across what we do and what our message is. And again, this isn't about me. This isn't about my success. This is not about my numbers. This is not about anything other than um, relaying a relatable message to other women that need it. And so I think that's why it is so important to these other women too. It's because it's something they're passionate about. And while it's obviously something that I'm passionate about, it's something that they identify with as well. And so it's something that they can really get on board with and that they can run with. And that's what my heart for it is. Like, I'm not sending them out to build my agenda or anything like that. Like, I want more people to come into the knowledge of who they are in Christ. Like, I've already 
prayed. I mean, I even prayed over you guys as you're listening to this right now. Whatever time you're listening to this, I hope, like, I prayed for your day. I prayed for the night before. I prayed for um, you and that this message would just help you walk in your relationship with Jesus and then God would take care of the rest. The Holy Spirit would take care of the rest. That that is not my responsibility. It's not my responsibility to convict or condemn or to judge or to correct or anything like that. It's my all I am trying to do is relay a message to be relatable and to share experiences with you, share knowledge or wisdom that I feel like I do have on certain subjects and then giving that to you and letting you do with it what you want. And hopefully that is, you know, um, chase Jesus and to, to, to figure out who he says that you are. Um, and I mean, I can obviously sit here and tell you who, who he says you are and how precious and beautiful and wonderful you are, but you're never going to understand that until you come into your own revelation of that. I will never stop preaching that, but really it's just my goal to get our message into people's ears and then change their life. Whether they follow us, whether they buy anything, whether they do anything at all, if they get the message of Jesus Christ and it impacts their life or plants a seed in some way, then that is a success in my book. And so that is where this whole ambassadors program is coming into play. Obviously, there's going to be merch and, you know, they're going to get fun stuff like that. So if you do want to be on the ambassador team, um, definitely DM me um, if you want to have a hand in things, if you feel like you've got some good ideas and things like that. I definitely look at this as like a team effort and like a collaboration with you guys because I see you guys as my friends. Like I see you guys as people who are on my team going in the same direction as me with the same heart um, and that we are all working together for the kingdom. And so it's not like a, you know, I don't know, something weird, but I, I see you guys playing such an important role in what this becomes and so however I can get you involved in that and feeling like you identify with that then I'm more than happy to put together a team and to make some you know do some fun stuff and maybe we can do a meetup or a coffee date or a bible study or however we want to get together eventually would be so 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 much fun but if you're interested in being on the ambassador team or the PR team um, definitely DM me and let me know. We only have a couple more spots open because um, I'm not going to exceed um, exceed a certain number. Uh, but we do have a couple of spots still open, but they did fill up pretty fast. So if you are interested in that, definitely DM me and I will get back to you on that. So yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. So that is the answer to that question. I love that one because it wasn't necessarily advice. It was just like an update and that I love that too because like while I do love giving advice, like I do love just being real with you guys and like what you guys are wondering, like I want to tell you. I don't I want to, you know, have that relationship with you guys. So, okay. We are going to go ahead and get into today's topic, which is how to stay motivated despite your busy schedule and how to stay in right relationship with God despite your busy schedule. So we're going to hit a couple of different points per usual. I'm going to have some things that I share with you, um, some tips and stuff like that. And then we're going to kind of get into and we're going to just incorporate into that, I guess, um, how to keep God at the forefront of all of that. So the first thing that I wanted to that I that I wanted to hit on. Um, so I know a lot of us like we're just like okay I don't have motivation to do this like I don't feel like doing this. And uh, the first thing that I want to say to you is that you're striving for the wrong goal if you're striving to be to be motivated. Um, an average wave of motivation lasts lasts 
lasts seven seconds, a whole seven seconds. One wave of motivation comes and goes within seven seconds. And so in striving for that motivation, you're not going to hold on to it very long. Even if you do reach that motivation, it's going to be gone in seven seconds. So we have to have a different well to drink from. We have to find something else to, um, you know, pull from if what we're wanting, if we are looking for some sort of motivation in doing what we want to get done or the goals that we have or you know whether whatever tasks you find on your plate we have to find some other way of going about it other than motivation motivation is wonderful and I think there are definitely ways that you can manifest motivation and we will definitely talk about that but I think we need to be very careful not to just operate um, effectively when we are feeling motivated. So what I would say to that is that you need to strive for discipline. And I know the word discipline is such an icky word. Even saying it's like, oh, that does not sound like fun at all. And, and really, it doesn't sound like fun. It, it just doesn't. But it doesn't have to look like that. It does not have to be like that. So discipline can look and can be, it, it can take so many different forms. My spiritual father said to me tonight, he said, oh gosh, I hope I don't butcher this. He said, do it like you feel like, like doing it even when you don't. And what that essentially means is even when you don't feel like doing it, execute it like you do feel like doing it. And I know that's like some kind of like inception or something, but it's like, it's a mind game. And it's like, just because you don't feel motivated to do it doesn't mean you shouldn't have the discipline to follow through with it. So what you need to be focused on, instead of being like, I need to get motivated to do this, it's like, no, I need to be disciplined to do this and to understand that just because I don't feel like doing it isn't reason not to do it. So there are different things that you can do to come up with cultivating this, you know, atmosphere of discipline. And as I sit here right now telling you this, I am sitting here right now in a extremely messy room, which is extremely unlike me. And if anyone knows me, like I am, I'm really um, kind of crazy when it comes about keeping my space clean and keeping my space in a good, you know, set up to where I feel like I'm not cluttered and like I can think clearly. But right now, I have to be disciplined in doing the podcast. So I may want to do something else, but I have got to sit down and do this podcast before I can allow myself to be distracted with other things. So I may feel, you know, motivated to clean my room or I may feel, uh, you know, whatever, but I have to look at things as they take priority and be disciplined to follow through with them and know it takes priority over a certain thing. So whether that is even something as simple as like, you know, you have homework to do, but you want to go out and party. It's like, okay, yes, you may not feel motivated to stay at home and do your homework or to study or whatever, but you need to be disciplined to say no to the party and to stay at home and do what is best for you to do right now. And that is going to clear your headspace because then if you think ahead of yourself, so another thing that I always preach is do things that your future self is going to thank you for later. And so whenever I am about to make a decision, I I always put myself in the future and I think, what will I have wished that I would have taken care of instead? Because I may be standing there super distracted by something. Um, like I may want to write a blog post, but I know that I have like a YouTube thing that needs to go up tomorrow. And I'll sit there writing the blog post. And then tomorrow I'm standing there and I don't have a YouTube video to go out. And it's like, okay, I felt motivated to do the blog post, but I should have been disciplined to sit down and edit the video. If that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. It's my language, but uh, I'm trying to think of different terms. One thing I'm really bad at is coming up with examples. That's something I need to get better at. But um, when it comes to discipline and motivation, those are two very different things. So find 
find ways to get yourself disciplined. And I do have a few tips when it comes to that. The first one being find your why. Come up with something tangible that reminds you of your why. So when I say that, find your why, it means why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you have the goal set that you want set? Why are you striving for this specific thing? Like why are you doing what you are doing. Find your why. Because a lot of times we'll set a goal and we're like, oh, because we just want to do this or whatever. And even if this is homework, if you're stressed out with homework or something, you still need to find your why. It's so that I can graduate. It's so I can get this degree. It's so I can get this scholarship. It's so I can, you know, play this sport. It's so I can do all of this. Find your why and hold that so close to you because when the motivation melts away, when everything, you know, everything else seems to be like boiling down, you still have your why, which is a tangible reason as to why you are walking through the quote-unquote lack of better terms hell that you're walking through right now in this lack of motivation find your why because your why once you once you grasp your why and you have a full clear vision on why you're doing what you're doing whatever you think of it and you remember it it will draw up two things motivation or inspiration for me it's inspiration whenever I think of my why um, so when it comes to when it comes to the podcast and the and the YouTube and things like that, like my why is to tell people about Jesus. And that inspires me. Like that, that fires me up and it, it inspires me and I feel inspired. I may not feel motivated because I may not have a direct, you know, a specific direction that I'm heading in, but I still feel inspired because I am passionate about my why. And more than likely, you're passionate about your why as well. So find your why. What, what, you know, what is the correlation between your passion and your why? And that is always going to bridge the gap between, you know, getting the unction to do what it is that you're wanting to do versus is the procrastination, probably fear of failure or whatever, or anxiety or whatever it is that's holding you back from doing whatever it is that you're doing and focus on your why. The next thing is set up a routine and incorporate things that make you happy so that you look forward to doing it. So I know a lot of people don't have a routine set up, but this will impact so much more than just like, quote unquote, your morning or whatever. Like you're like, okay, Michaela, this is not helping me feel motivated, but hear me out. If you get up and you have a good morning, your stuff is clean, your things are put away, or you have a good night, you do your routine, your clothes are ready to go in the morning, you don't have to tear your room apart getting this ready like your makeup isn't you know flung about and you are in a good space you're in your space it's got your stuff in there everything's where it needs to be and you are ready to crack down whenever you get home or whenever you are you know in that state of busyness you are not going to be distracted by all the things that you should have done you're not going to be distracted by all things laying around you're not going to be distracted or feeling because I know for me like if I have things that are strung about like they are right now I struggle with feeling like a failure Um, and so that can cause me to feel unmotivated because I could scroll through Instagram for half a second and see all of these beautiful homes these beautiful spaces this beautiful you know workspace or whatever it is and I'm like oh my life looks literally nothing like that and not that we should not I'm not I'm not saying anything about comparison but I'm saying planning ahead and taking care of the things that you have and the things that are already around you is already going to get you in a better headspace 
space to feel motivated because you are going to feel in control of your life. You're going to feel in control of your direction. You're going to feel in control of your time and you're going to value what it is that is in front of you and you're already going to feel like you can conquer it because you are already conquering your atmosphere and the things that are around you, if that makes sense. So I highly, highly recommend coming up with a routine. And so if you're someone that struggles with a routine and just kind of putting something together, um, do like try to try to, to think fill your routine with things that make you happy. So for me, um, whether that's reading my Bible, my gratitude test, re or, uh, writing in my journal, a cup of coffee, and obviously that's not my whole routine, but coming up with things that I know are going to fill my soul and make me, um, or are going to pour that inspiration into me and get me in that headspace that I can handle things, get me in that headspace that I'm taken care of, get me in that headspace that there is, that, you know, God holds my now he holds my tomorrow I have nothing to fear and it is going to keep me upright and it's going to make my heart posture upright as well and able to face things head on and make me feel capable of taking care of the things that are thrown my way because I have taken care of the things that are in my possession right now okay while we're on the topic of feeling inspired and things that you know make us feel good and stuff it's really important to have a well that you can draw inspiration out of. So for me, that's reading my Bible, that's devotionals, um, that is, you know, writing a blog, that's, um, I mean, it can even be to like editing a, editing a, um, picture. It can be editing. I mean, like I, there are so many creative outlets that I love to enjoy. It can be literally sitting there and drawing. Um, a lot of times it's just sitting there and journaling. I can literally get caught up in journaling for hours upon hours. So find hobbies, find things that bring you inspiration and whether that's going on a walk out in nature, whether that's going on a walk downtown, whether that's getting out some paintbrushes, paintbrushes and a canvas and throwing some paint up there, making yourself feel better, or that's calligraphy, or it's coloring a coloring book, or it is, you know, going and throwing a baseball around or, um, oh, I don't know, singing or playing an instrument, things that feed your soul. If things that you are passionate about and that bring you inspiration that you can creatively have that channel to um, or like that outlet to let that creativity out and get it out into the atmosphere and allow yourself to feel that inspiration because it's coming from a place of passion so whenever you are lacking motivation Try to seek things that bring you inspiration. Whenever you are not feeling motivated to do something or motivated to, oh, I don't know, like I've, I found this even with my house lately. Uh, and it can even be something like a Pinterest board. That is something that so quickly can get me in a different mind frame, um, like just moving into my house. So I live here now by myself. And so obviously if anything's going to get done, it has to, <laughs> it has to be me. And so sometimes do I feel motivated to go and move around a bunch of furniture and my office and pack stuff around and like organize and carry stuff down to the basement. No, I don't always feel motivated to do that, but I have to find inspiration to get me to, to kind of put that, put that inspiration into action or if that makes sense I don't know so like I'll go on Pinterest and I'll find pictures and things like that and to help me feel 
inspired to put that space together in a way that best suits me. If you're in college, something that is really important or was important to me that helped me so much was having like a vision board and making sure that any any um, channel that I had was filled with things that were inspiring because you got to be your own hype woman. You know what I mean? Like there's not going to be someone in your ear all the time telling you how amazing you're doing. Even though you are, It's there's not always going to be someone there. So you have to hype yourself up. So I know for me, whatever I was like struggling I um, put together this wall in my room and it had like all of these inspirational quotes and every it was like so pretty and so pink and every time I looked at it like I was like I can get this done like it was a space that invited me over and I could sit down at my computer for hours and just crank stuff out because I just felt so productive when I was there and that's another thing too is having a place to actually be productive because your brain is automatically going to associate that space with productivity if you are sitting in your bed as I'm sitting in my bed right now but I'm only in here because it has the best acoustics believe it or not (laughs) but um Um, So whenever you like are doing homework in bed and stuff, you're going to feel obviously like you want to go to sleep. So make sure that you associate with your your mind a specific place that is going to bring about productivity and make you feel like you can you know, because you've been productive in that space before. So you're going to be productive whenever you sit down here to do things again. So another thing for me is to stay motivated is making lists and prioritizing them um, to the best of my ability. And then going back again and asking myself the questions, what do I wish, what will I wish I would have taken care of um, before that? So sometimes like even, I know for me in college, it was really tough to go to sleep with a dirty room and but it's like whenever I think about priorities I have to think okay is my dirty room really going to affect the test that I have tomorrow do I need to stay up late to clean my room and just so I feel better about that and then be tired for my test in the morning or no and it's like no you go to bed and then take the test and then come home and clean it tomorrow it's not that big of a deal so just negotiating those things with myself like thinking like what is going to re- directly impact the thing that is most stressful in my life right now and then negotiating that with yourself to determine what that is and then moving forward with that knowing that you have confidence because that's the thing too is like another thing with I, I feel like I don't know why but like not being afraid to make mistakes I know so many people are not confident in their decisions and so it causes them to procrastinate and it causes them to lose motivation because they aren't confident in the decisions that they're making so be confident in the decision that you're making even if it's the wrong one and that's something that I've had to come to terms with I wrote something um, in my office uh, not long ago and it says fail tough and it and I was like this speaks so loud to me because it's like who cares if you fail? Like, who cares if, like, you make the wrong decision? Like, be confident in it. Like, dude, it's just life. And, like, it was a bad choice, but you're going to learn from it. You're going to grow from it. I know that's such a cliche thing to say, but there's a reason it's cliche. It's because it happens. It's because it works. It's because that's how it goes. So don't be afraid to make mistakes. Just remember to fail tough and, you know, be like, yeah, that wasn't a good decision. Next time I'll know. I will definitely take care of that and make sure that that doesn't happen again. Um, but don't be afraid to mess things up and be confident in your decision even if it is not the wrong one because then you're not even going to do the right one halfway correctly because you're worried that it's the wrong one so go for it be bold and make that decision um you know make that judgment call and um have confidence in yourself have confidence that god is going to honor your decision um and move forward and have confidence in doing that 
So another thing, um, I think I talked about lists and prioritizing. Yes. So just for me, just something random, um, when it comes to lists and productivity, I love making lists because I can cross things out and it makes it, I can tangibly see that, um, I'm getting things done. So I feel productive in that moment. So uh, that's just honestly a super small tidbit. And another thing is batch working. So whenever it comes to batch working and organization, this is something that I learned in college as well. Um, when it comes to batch working, and I don't know if, if you don't know what batch working is, I'll explain it. Okay, so batch wor working is like taking care of a certain type of task in a batch. So instead of like one day you're writing this or the next day you're writing this and then the next day you are like you're doing all of these different tasks rather than batching it all together to um save yourself the setup and take down time if that makes any sense I don't know if that makes sense but something like meal prepping you know taking the time that's that's batch work if you're meal prepping you're go ahead and taking care of the whole week so if that is something that's going to help you that is going to that's batch working and you you're doing that once rather than dirtying dishes one day cleaning cooking planning your meal blah 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 and doing all these things on different days taking up more time than you need to because you are you are, you know, thinking through all of these other things, and you're doing things essentially twice, three or four or five times. If you're cooking every day, rather than doing all of it once on Sunday, meal prepping, and then being done with it. It's the same thing with your clothes or something like that. Like I know for me, this is considered batch work as well. I plan out my clothes um, the on Sunday night, the week in advance, I know what meetings I have coming up, I know what days I need to look really nice for, I know what days I can be more casual. And I plan all of that out rather than spending every morning putting on a bunch of clothes, taking off a bunch of clothes, um, and trying to find an outfit that works. And I'm wasting time doing that when I could have batch worked and planned everything in that one time. And then now I'm done with it. So that can be true with homework and stuff. I think obviously it's going to vary from um, major to major. So figure out how that works for you. But batch work is definitely something to keep in mind. For example, I know batch work for me, like it can be I'll sit down and write, um, you know, five things of show notes. And then um, I'll sit down and plan out, you know, X amount of videos. Like I'm not like doing like, okay, here's a show note. And then here's a video. And then the next day recording and then doing a podcast, like it's like, no, I'll batch all of that stuff together, and then do it all separately to save time, like my setup, my setup and my take down time, my tear down time, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Because it's something that has seriously helped me um, in being motivated. I feel like whenever we feel like we are crushing it, we just have this natural ownership of what we're doing and it helps us feel motivated. So I think that's probably my biggest tip. And um, there are other things that help me feel motivated. It's like turning on um, like a girl boss playlist or turning on like a, um, you know, just lady jams and just jamming out to my to it in my house, putting on some essential oils and like writing my list, opening the windows. Um, you know, getting the house clean and whatever, and then I'm feeling motivated to go and be productive and take care of the things that I need to take care of. So I know after I have a fresh house, like I always feel, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can take on the world. Like I can do literally anything. <laughs> so the last thing of motivation that I'm going to hit y'all with is um, consistency is more important than perfection. And if you are a perfectionist, <laughs> 
this is, I feel for you because it is so hard for me, even in my current profession right now, like in my, my job, my nine to five, it is so hard for me to take a step back and allow something imperfect to walk out the door. And by sidewalk out, I mean like a project or something like that, or a flyer or an event or something, but it's like perfection. And, and I know I, I, I understand it, but it's like, whenever you actually see it and you're like, this could be changed, this could be so much better, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you can really beat yourself up. But what I've learned is that consistency and just showing up is so much better than perfection. So when it comes to, when it comes to your routine, when it comes to your homework, when it comes to your tests, when it comes to studying, when it comes to, you know, the steps you have to take to get to your goals, like you're not going to execute everything perfectly. But remember that consistency is so much more important than perfection. Consistency produces endurance. It is conditioning. It makes you stronger. It, it, it gives lasting results. And not only that, but it gives you the, um, it gives you the initiative to never stop. And I think that is where people get, I mean, like, I know for me, even with the podcast and things like that, like I look at it right now and I, I look at things I did two months ago and I'm like, what was I even, what, why, like when it comes, I mean, the pod, YouTube, the blog, website, shop, anything. Like there are so many things I think and I look back and I'm like, why did I even? But the thing is, is I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now had I not just done it and been consistent. So consistency is always going to speak to credibility. It's always going to speak so much louder than perfect work that is late, that is, you know, not, doesn't show up to the right place. Um, you know, you can, it, like, there's never going to be a perfect time to do anything. But whenever you want to reach goals for something, like, you just need to learn to step out to do it and to be consistent in getting towards that and to walking down that path and to being relentless in the pursuit of getting that goal. And so I think part of that, all of that kind of is wrapped up in this, you know, not being driven by motivation because we are never going to be motivated to do all of the stuff that we want to do. So it really comes down to discipline and consistency and giving yourself grace. And I think that's another huge thing. I'm just going to hit on that really quickly. Grace is so important in this whole thing because if you are struggling with not feeling motivated, like I said earlier, you could be struggling with failure. You could be struggling with, um, he you know, hesitancy or feeling um, like you're not confident in what you're doing. And so it it, bring, it brings about this issue with you being fearful of making mistakes. But whenever you become comfortable with the idea of making mistakes and allowing yourself grace to make those mistakes, you're going to literally soar. Like you are going to be unstoppable because making mistakes are just part of growing. It's part of the process. It's part of learning. It's part of being raised up. It's part of getting to specific goals. Like literally look at anybody who has ever made it or done anything. Like they could tell you stories about how bad they messed up. Like nobody was like, no, I did everything perfectly. I, you know, had this plan. I had the structure and this formula and I executed everything exactly on time. And I knew exactly when this was going to happen. It's like, no, I went to school for at first I went to school for being this and then I was like wait this isn't right for me and so I tampered around in this and then I dropped out so then I went and I found this and now look here I'm doing this and so it's like it's all about the process so quit psyching yourself out when it comes to making mistakes quit psyching yourself out with being embarrassed or scared of what other people are going to think as long as you are secure in that goal and don't even entertain the idea of that you're not going to get it if it is ordained for you you know if God has provision on you for that specific 
specific thing and you know I'm called to do this this is my passion and I am going to do everything I can to fulfill that calling then God is going to meet you there and if it brings glory to God he is going to absolutely have his hand on it so don't fret over that don't get worked up over that just be faithful, be obedient, be faithful, especially with the small things and allow your motivation to be driven by discipline and inspiration and especially grace. So a last thing that I wanted to hit on when it comes to motivation um, or busyness, I guess, um, is keeping God at the forefront. So whenever we're talking about routines and things like that, I know that, you know, some people have such busy, I know for me when I, there was a specific time in college where I could um, wake up early and go and spend time with God. And it was literally the best, the best, best, best season of my life. Oh my gosh. Um, it was so good. But uh, it got to a point where like I was so busy and like I was up until like three or four doing homework and then I had to be at work at eight. And so it wasn't ideal for me to wake up to go and have coffee and pour over my Bible and spend time journaling and, you know, doing the gratitude and stuff like that. Like it just was not feasible. And I don't think that God was mad at me at all for that. I don't, I don't think that at all. Um, but I did find ways to incorporate him into my life. And so here are just a couple of tips and things that I want you guys to do because you are going, if you don't keep God at the forefront of your busy schedule, you are going to be a hot mess. You're going to be exhausted. You are going to be, um, I know for me, especially that happened, like when I, you know, kind of got away from uh, making God a priority, it was like everything else started to just fall to shambles because I had no foundation. I had no means for, you know, time management or I don't know. I was just like, God is just really the glue that holds everything together. So whenever you remove him from the equation and, and a lot of the times the blessings that we have are given to us by him. He's the only one that can keep us in those things. Whenever we separate ourselves from him, it's like, why isn't this working? It's like, well, because, you know, you stepped away, wait, or you jumped out of the hand that, that placed you there. So um, just a couple of things, a couple of little things that I want you guys to maybe try, try to keep in mind uh, when it comes to keeping God at the forefront of your busy schedule. One thing that is super important. So one thing that I did make sure to do before every, um, probably not every single day, but very busy days or days that I was overwhelmed, I would pray over my agenda that day. I would pray over, uh, like I would seriously get my planner out and pray over every single thing that I had coming up that day and giving it to God. Like, so if I had like an assignment due that I still needed to like finish up or that I was worried about or I had a meeting coming up that I was worried about or I had a test coming up that I felt unprepared for or that I was nervous about. Um, I would pray over that. I would I would um, pray that he would give me wisdom and that he would help me retain the knowledge I needed to retain. Um, I prayed that he would help a lot time um, to, for me to get this thing done. He, he saw, like, I, I remember being like, you see how hard I'm working. You see the effort that I'm putting in. And I know that you will honor that. I know these are blessings that you have given me. And with that, I will be faithful and I will work and get these things done. Um, and just 
literally surrendering those things to him and knowing that he is already at the end of that test. He's already at the end of that assignment grade. Like he's already at the end of that meeting. He's in that meeting. He knows exactly how it ends and he has you and he has you secure and taken care of and loved. You are fought for it. You are bought with a price and he is not just going to leave you hanging. So definitely praying over everything that you have in your journal that day that's stressing you out, that is making you anxious, just surrendering it to the father and going about your day as though he's in control because <laughs> sometimes we forget that and we live as though we're in control and then we're a stressed out mess. So reminding yourself of that simple truth, surrendering your schedule to him. And you know, sometimes that even looked like do with my day what you want done. Like even if I don't get this assignment done, whatever it is that you want done in this day, God, I surrender my day to you. Like you are in complete control and I I'm completely okay with that. I have peace that you are going to make sure that I get to where I'm going. So that is one thing that is very important and an easy way to keep God at the forefront of your busyness. Another thing is um, whether you are in the car or you are running to class or whatever it is in your headphones, um, something that was always important to me was either playing worship music or listening to a um, Christian podcast. Hi, if we're doing that right now. <laughs> but um uh, when it comes to that, that's kind of almost looked at as like leisurely time, which I wouldn't consider it that, but it's, um, time that you can be multitasking. And, you know, if we would be normally listening to music or whatever, it's like, why not fill this time with God? Why not fill this time with the Holy Spirit and invite him into these moments and allow him? Because even if I feel like we aren't, you know, completely, uh, in the headspace of like pouring over our Bible and, and stuff like that, like, I feel like if we open ourselves up and make ourselves susceptible to accessible I don't know where susceptible is what I was trying to say um success oh geez acceptable <laughs> oh no um to the Holy Spirit in those moments, I definitely think that uh, he's going to honor that and that he there's going to be a supernatural change. There's going to be a supernatural occurrence going on there and you're going to have peace. You're going to be filled with a hope and encouragement and love to carry on the rest of the day. You're going to have a good attitude and because you are being obedient with the time that you have. And God knows, God knows your, your schedule is busy. He knows you're out there grinding. He's super proud of you. He, you know, wants you to succeed in all that you're doing. He has a plan and a purpose um, and he wants you to fulfill that. So he's on your side. Just chill out. I mean, if you are saying yes to too many things, I do that sometimes. But if you're saying yes to too many things, he might ask you to lay some things down. Um, but all in all, I think he is extremely proud of you and he is super, I think he gets butterflies when we invite him into those moments in our day. So that is another thing that you can do. Um, another thing is having, so on the uh, Bible app on your phone, um, if you go to the Bible app and then go to devotionals, you can actually type in the exact topic that you're wanting to study, that you're wanting to be reminded of. Maybe literally you could probably type in, you know, busy schedule, or you could type in motivation or feeling encouraged or feeling exhausted. And then that, um, that app will send you the devotional each morning and it's really quick and it's simple and it's quick to read through but it is packed with so much truth it is packed with bible verses it's packed with a reminder encouragement for you for that day and it will um cause you to 
or will prompt you to um, enter into a reflective mode and prompt you to pray and to spend those moments with God um, before your day. And so that is something that is really, it's super easy, but it is so, I feel like it's so fruitful. So if you are a guy on the go, super busy, super, you know, don't have a lot of time, um, that is a good way to invite God into your day and to be reminded of his truths, who he says you are and that you are capable of handling anything that the day throws at you. Um, another thing that I have is, and I know if you're in college um, or you know wherever you are, honestly, right now, I think it's important to try to get linked up with a mentor or a community. Uh, church group or a church or just any kind of Christian community. Well, obviously not any kind. Like you need to be careful about, you know, who you're allowed to pour into you, as I say all the time. But if you are surrounded with people that are chasing God, then you are going to be headed in the direction, the same direction as them. Um, if you have that same heart posture, it's going to be a lot easier, I guess, is, is the word I'm looking for. Um, I know for me, when I was in college and my roommates, like, I'm so thankful. I am so, so thankful. I lived with girls who had the same frame of mind as me and had the same morals as me. And we could, we could sit down and we could discuss things. And, um, you know, things that we were going through or things that we were struggling with and not be tempted to like look into the world or dissect it from a worldly standpoint like we always dissected it from a godly standpoint we always brought truth and light in and we never let each other believe the lies that we weren't good enough to do this or that we couldn't do this like it was nothing but an uplifting environment and it was encouraging and it was loving and it really helped with the busyness of our schedules because we weren't bogged down with feeling like failures. We weren't bogged down with these distractions and all of the, you know, moving pieces that were happening in our life right then. So getting plugged in with people who are, um, I mean, they don't have to be, they don't have to be busy, but making sure that you are finding some sort of community that's going to hold you accountable, I guess is where I'm saying, that's going to be there to pour into you, that's going to reel you back in, that's going to um, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, and sometimes they're going to do heavy lifting. I love the story in the Bible with Moses. Um, they were fighting the, oh gosh, um... I don't know. It was something, it started with an A. <laughs> I know that doesn't help, but um, the Israelites were fighting them. And whenever Moses had his his arms raised, um, the Israelites were winning. And whenever he started to lower his arms, the other, I don't want to call him another team, but you know what I mean, war started winning. And so uh, it came to a point where obviously his hands started to grow heavy and he couldn't hold them up anymore. And so in, I want to say it was um, 12, when Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. Aaron and her um, held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other, so his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame Amalekite army with the sword. I think that's so wonderful because in the battles that we face, we are going to have to 
we're, we are going to need help. We're going to need support. We're going to need stability. We're going to need to be studied and, um, you know, helped. And so that is where our brothers and sisters in Christ come into play. And it's where you are, you're going to have to hold up other people's arms sometimes. Um, but whatever it is that you're struggling, whatever it is that you're trying to defeat, whatever war you find yourself fighting and, you know, your busy schedule sometimes is war in itself. I was thinking this the other day. Um, like I was like, sometimes moving mountains just means I need to freaking rest because my schedule is so busy. It can literally be that much of a battle. So anyways, yeah. But when it comes to, uh, you know, having community and a support system, I think that it's really important to make sure that you're plugging yourself up with people who are of the Christian faith that believe the same things you do that can relate to you that are like-minded and that can keep you on that track. So that whenever you do start to fall away, you have, um, cause I mean, we're human, we're, we're fickle. We know, you know, things are going to happen and we're going to be all over the place. Like God knows that we know that everyone knows that. So it's really important. That's why community is so important. That's why this podcast is so important. So that's why, you know, I hear people all the time. They're like, Oh, I went back and listened to this episode or whatever. And you know, because they may not have somebody right there to talk to them about this situation. But when they go back and listen to the podcast, they are, that fire is reignited, um, you know, and they are feeling encouraged and ready to go. They feel that sense of community and being related to. So I hope that this podcast helped you guys. I hope you learned a little bit and that it was educational and that you enjoyed it. Um, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, motivation, inspiration, grace, discipline, all of that good stuff is one of my favorite things. It's something that I am still, um, you know, figuring out and working, but I, I've definitely worked on growing in it the past, you know, few years. So it's something that I'm definitely passionate about, but okay. I am going to hop off of here. I hope you guys have a good rest of your day or evening or whenever you are listening to this. Um, I am praying for you guys. You guys are amazing. Uh, I love hearing from you guys. So let me know what you think of this episode. If you feel like it, please subscribe to this channel and, um, leave a review if you have enjoyed, uh, the episodes that you've heard on here so far. And then if you want to kind of get involved in community more find us on instagram at the empowerment project pod and if you are interested in the ambassador program make sure that you slide into my dms and let me know all right i'm gonna go guys i'll talk to you soon love you guys so much bye bye